he actually wins more often because then he bets bigger. Because yeah. his dick is out. Yeah. His dick is out, and he's already obviously not afraid of that. Yeah. yeah. People find it intimidating. Other players go, well, he, he obviously doesn't care but he's got, about he's the got strip aspect. Nothing to lose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He forces it, yeah, because he just goes all in. And he forces everyone else to go all in on the first hand. Okay. You know that Georgia's the only uh, state where um, strippers don't wear bottoms, right? What? What? Like around or at work? No, at work. Okay. So everywhere else they need to wear bottoms, but in Georgia is the only state where you could see pussy. So first mind. of all, I ins- I know in California they can do it without pants on, but in if you in California as I understand it, if you're in a strip club and you're not wearing pants, then they're they're not allowed to serve alcohol. <laughs> I thought you meant one has to go. Well, I I was once in a strip club like this, and I had to do stand up comedy there. Uh, what? Yeah, so I got booked. Concurrently? Were you bottomless? <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a requirement that you had to be bottomless. You were like Winnie the Pooh, bottomless. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This was. This is the other Winnie the Pooh property that no one talks about. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that all Georgia strippers should Winnie the Pooh. Okay, nice. Like red T-shirts. Yeah, and also uh. I think that Georgia should do um like a, a tourism campaign where they're like, this is the only place with real strip clubs. If it was well, you like, can see the Georgia Peach. So it's like a, <laughs> so it's like a sexy lady in a Winnie the Pooh like little red T-shirt. Yeah, and then and she's, the camera pans down. There's but, nothing else. But she's like covering herself like Marilyn Monroe. Like ooh, and then it's it's yeah, the caption like, is oh bother, <laughs> <laughs> and she's being covered in honey. How, and, how yeah. do we how do we imply that wind is coming out of the grate though? If she's not got anything on under the. Uh, just um, sort of flatulence clouds, like in the Beano. Okay. <laughs> draw, draw, draw them on, big clouds. Oh. And or then, like, like running, it also says running two... in a Looney Tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. A little classy. But if you're a stripper, would you not want the stuff to strip? Like, there's not yeah. much to work with. If That's true, you want yeah. the layers to take off. Mm. You're sort of automating away that job. Yeah. Oh, with this God Winnie the Pooh. Us. Yeah, yeah. Winnie the Pooh would be terrible at strip poker. <laughs> He's got one hand in him at best. But but you could also say potentially that might make him like. How about this? We can do the Freakonomics thing. Where it's like, yeah. yes, Winnie the Pooh only has one hand at strip poker, but he actually wins more often because then he bets bigger. Because yeah. his dick okay. is out. Because yeah. his dick is out, and he's already obviously not afraid of that. Yeah, yeah. People find it intimidating. Other players go, "Well, he he obviously doesn't care." But he's got about the strip aspect. Nothing to lose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He forces it. Yeah, because he just goes all in, and he forces everyone else to go all in on the first hand. He's like double or nothing. And, he, and he's, he's like either we're all nude or <laughs> yeah, or I'm winning. Ooh. I mean, it's, it's brave some confidence. The only two games of poker I ever won were the first two, and I didn't know the rules. There you go. That's okay. the, that's the poo mentality. Yeah, it's that's, like that's the secret. You could no, be in a TikTok that, now going, "Is a thing." The only games of poker I've ever won games where I didn't understand the rules. Once yeah, I learned yeah, the rules, yeah. gave up. I'd lost the edge. <laughs> Start something else. Tiddlywinks. Fuck it. The thing is, when I knew what I had. I knew what I had. Yeah. It's Winnie the Pooh, not Losey the Pooh. So, yeah, there is. There we go. You're welcome. There we go. <laughs> Someone's got to keep us on track. And so, because he, the, 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 the nifty boy, made it for 100K. The nifty boy. <laughs> Sorry, the nifty boy. Nifty. The nifty boy? Of, yeah, yeah, Christopher Robin. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The boy who found out that the 75-year um, copyright thing has expired on Winnie the Pooh and made the movie. Also, not Chris. The nifty boy was not a character in the film. Oh no, Winnie there is the a nifty Pooh. boy in the in the movie. <laughs> but basically, he made it for 100k, made five million off it. Now he's been recommissioned for three more films, a sequel yeah. to Winnie now the Pooh. Now he can afford trousers. <laughs> <laughs> he's choosing not to wear them now. Mm. Uh, uh, Bambi the Reckoning. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then I've, I've often thought Bambi was overdue a reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> and then a third one, which is um, a, a Peter Pan. Mother, I thought you were dead. Peter Pan, Pan is already a very horrible. Peter uh, Pan is terrifying. Yeah. We could also we could also like shift genre, right? Doesn't have to stay in horror. He could do like my dinner with Piglet. Okay. No? Yeah. I love yes. that. Yes, a lot of uh, you driving really... Miss Piggy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Piglet's oh. voice would really start to grate after the first hour of sort of fairly in-depth conversation a, about current uh, trends in art and politics. Yeah. but they're all Winnie the Pooh characters. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, gosh, I couldn't possibly tell you for some <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be terribly <laughs> out of place. Yeah, not, not in Pooh. I'm sort of, I'm going a bit Prince Charles with the... <laughs> so wait, have you, what, if, what if Prince Charles was in a romantic comedy? Christ, no. is that the price of a pint these days? He's the definitely prob- the bad guy. Here's, yeah. here's the problem, though. You could do that romantic comedy. Notting Pooh. Well, no, you could do the Prince Charles. <laughs> well, yeah, you could call it that. Yeah. You could do the Prince Charles one. <laughs> Unfortunately, either, the, <laughs> that's either the Winnie the Pooh thing or it's a videotape you can only get from Germany. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Possibly you, both. Have you seen this film now? Yes, I have. Uh, Does it, but yeah, so please, the floor is open. Mm. Do you have any questions about Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? It's a, a Winnie the Pooh horror film. I yes. didn't even understand. Yes, so basically the premise is, and the premise is explained uh, through animation. Okay. Uh, Christopher Robin hangs out with like freaky humanoid animal, human, humanoid, humanoid, humanoid animal hybrids in the, in the forest. But because he's a kid, he doesn't understand that they're freaks. He just thinks right, that they're okay. cute little animals. And then one day he leaves because he has to go become a doctor. And they get so upset mm-hmm. the fact that he's left and stopped bringing them food. They eat Eeyore. Whoa. But That's Eeyore is also a lord of the flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... And then they go completely crazy and then they kill absolutely everybody. The only two people they had, two animals they had masks, mask budget for were Piglet and Winnie. There was no one else. And uh, they're just indiscriminately murdering. But the funniest bit is... AA24 Milne. <laughs> very nice. Okay. I actually found a v- one other very funny bit, which is that uh, Sherlock is about to enter the public domain in the United States. Are we doing this? Sherlock, is it a horror? Is it a rom-com? Well, this is going to come Sherlock out... Sherlock and Watson, gay lovers. Uh-huh. Great, perfect, what? fine. Let's do it. Um, What's it called? Oh, my God. What's the peach gay movie? Call Me By Your Call Name. Call Me By Your Name. Sherlock. The thing is, gay Sherlock and Watson would be fun, but nowhere near as fun as gay Poirot. <laughs> it's Poirot. Oh, come on, Hastings. It is quite a simple matter when you put your mind to it. Uh, just... Is Poirot not gay already? <laughs> No, he's just Belgian, I think. (laughs) Yeah, he's just Belgian. He's just Belgian and fussy. (laughs) But hang on, okay, so wait, so Christopher Robin... Imagine getting rimmed by Poirot, that Mm moustache. But it's rigid, it wouldn't, it would be, it would be like when a dog tries to get a stick through a doorway that's too big. (laughs) Poirot can't rim because the moustache. It would break. That, yeah, every character has a flaw, and his is that he, he can't, can't rim. Yeah. Now, Miss Marple, she can rim. <laughs> and but she is does. she willing? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those like side episodes that happens like yeah. w- when they need to fill one like towards the end. <laughs> yeah. So are you suggesting that sort of Poirot would be trying to rim and trying to rim, and at some point, let's say 75% of the way through the rimming, would realize, be struck why 
he is unable to rim and then pull back from the ass and say, aha, as he ordinarily does. What is 75% through a rimming? <laughs> yeah, it, but he wouldn't be able to. How much <laughs> rimming have you done at that point? How do you know? <laughs> Almost there. <laughs> All right, time for the end of the second act. <laughs> yeah, you know because uh, commercials will run or they'll, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. There'll be a cliffhanger. I actually don't really know anything about any I, of the I'm presuming the guy, stories. I the person said, getting rimmed, the this person getting rimmed, it tells you how far you've got through the rimming, right? So does he have like a sort of uh, domino striker? They just say you're halfway there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like a train yeah, announcement. Like, like uh, or, or, I can't see who's talking, but they romantically say you're seventy-five percent of the way there. <laughs> do we do, do we find out why these beasts exist? Yeah, I am so grateful that you keep coming back to the the issue at hand. Um, so we never really understand what they are how they are. I would say one of the mm -hmm. more jarring things, and this is also my problem with the movie Cats, the recent one, and okay, yeah. the um, Jaws... And back to rimming. The Jaws of the Outback. Have you ever seen Razorback, the Australian film? This guy has. But basically, the problem with all these movies is that they get the scale so off all the time. Sometimes the Winnie the Pooh is like poo size. Sometimes it's human size. There's a scene where it's he's twice as tall as everybody else. It oh. makes no sense whatsoever. So it's the, Okay, so it's just the completely whatever it needs to be. Yes, and because there are no rules oh, to... it's like Clifford the Big Red Dog. You know how they just can't decide how big Clifford the Big Red Dog is supposed to be? Like, sometimes he's, like, as big as a car. Other times he's, like, as big as a house. Like, he's always still big relative to a dog, but they can't really decide on the scale at all. <laughs> so he's anywhere between Great Dane and building. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. annoying yeah, 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 yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah like, uh -huh. he, he ranges from sort of, like, small elephant to Godzilla. It's also that you've got the Loch Ness Monster problem, right? Or any of the, like, the Yeti problem where... Any apex predator of a particular size requires an enormous amount of prey over the years to keep them there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. giant Winnie the Pooh needs to be eating like cattle <laughs> regularly. That's like, so true. That's yeah, such that, a good yeah, point. The bees fucking hate him. There's not enough honey in the world for that diet to, to <laughs> that be. Point, giant Winnie the Pooh is eating an awful lot, just like a regular bear. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Now, such a good point. Now we're just yeah, getting to regular some. bear. They basically made a movie about a regular bear. Yeah. Yeah. With more yeah, opinions. Yeah, who kills people and like a bear would kill a yeah. person. Uh, yeah. Taking Clifford the big red dog down to pets at home and they're like, oh, fuck's sake, he's brought him down here again. I've told you, we've not got enough kibble. You've got to go to a livery yard or something. Yeah, he's got to eat just like, he's got to go to an abattoir <laughs> and just eat there. Like, a, like, like whole cows yeah. just being fed to Clifford. Yeah, like a sort of elder god. <laughs> Once every nine years, the virgins of the town are led into Clifford's lair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a Cthulhu thing. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to surprise you. There are two continuity errors. In I refuse Winnie to believe no! it. Oh, what? No! I I refuse to hear the good name of uh, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey besmirched. <laughs> you couldn't think of the name of the director who realized he had a five million dollar opportunity. Huh? Guys, I need you to boy. look at the mask. Can you show them what the mask what is, looks like? What are the errors? First of all, I want to hear. Okay, well, we got to prioritize this one at a time. Uh, so the mask looks like this, and it ain't no bedtime story. Uh, here you okay. can. He's wrinkly. It's like a big wrinkly ball bag Winnie the Pooh head. Mm -hmm. It looks like it. Basically, it looks exactly like someone has got some latex Ooh. and gone. We're gonna Ooh. for this Halloween. We're gonna sell scary Winnie the Pooh masks. Yeah. Yeah. I, d I don't. I don't care for that. We're no. trying. To, <laughs> we're trying to make an enormous amount of money on this. So please cut corners. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it, um, speaking of corner cutting, okay. there's a. Uh, there's a there's, he looks like Goofy. They, does look a bit like Goofy. A, when's Goofy entering public domain? There is Never. A, oh, man. Disney will keep him, like, perpetuating the uh, thing. Mickey's entering public domain soon. That's, like, the whole thing. The, I feel the like mouse is never going to tolerate yeah, it's, it's it. It's to do with the difference between, uh, speaking of someone whose girlfriend is an entertainment lawyer, um, uh, you know, uh, copyrighted works enter the public domain, but trademarks do not. Oh, so so that you get into sticky, fine, sticky but... water to do with, um, yeah, trademarks. So I think like the animated Winnie the Pooh is probably like trademarked by Disney. But the character in yeah. general. Yeah, so you, based on the character. Yeah, so, but yeah. Fine. So, but you can you could do you can do media based on the book, I guess. But mm-hmm. it's yeah, I don't know. It's complicated. This is what's really funny about uh, Sherlock Holmes actually, because there's a dispute between the there's like his family who they weren't left the rights to the books by Arthur Conan Doyle. Arthur Conan Doyle left the rights to like someone else. And there's been like a long running like jaundice v jaundice style legal dispute over who should have the rights to Sherlock Holmes books. And they're now out of copyright, except that the two rival families have all trademarked different Sherlock Holmes characters. So like one family has Holmes and the other family has Watson. So it's oh. like it's like impossible to make a Sherlock Holmes movie because you have to get them both to agree. That's but, the movie. So the, if you if you let on to one family that the other one is on board, they will immediately refuse to continue negotiating. So hold on though. Who what leverage does the Watson family have? Who's watching Watson? I don't I th- know. I that think, would be fun though. Just what, like they, a spin-off like Joey. Have they not yeah. made that? Yeah, I'm sure I'd watch Watson. Surely they have. <laughs> Also, it's like so. If you're like the second cousin, you get like Mrs. Hudson, (laughs) (laughs) sort of landlady. The Hound of Baskerville. (laughs) The Hound of Baskerville. Yeah, the singular Hound, the only one left, last of its kind. Yeah, Hmm. that's the Clifford the Big Red Dog's origin story. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Baskervilles with this kind of neon red cartoon dog just ripping the throat out of an aristocrat. Well, the thing is, Watson. At no point did they decide how big this hound was supposed to be. Yeah, there should be a movie where it's like Watson and Captain Hastings having to solve a, uh, solve something together. Sidekicks. Or yeah, Watson yeah, and yeah. Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, realistically, I think uh, if you could, like, if we have to find, like, the family with the second-rate characters mm. and then just, like, make a Sherlock Holmes movie that where Sherlock Holmes is always just out of frame or has just left and is never referred to by just name. just on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, well, I've talked to you-know-who, and he says, check the... Ben. There's a there's a Peter Sellers movie where they did that. It might have been one of the Pink Panthers where they just used a lot of unused footage from previous films and there's loads of scenes where his head is stuck in something. Oh, that's brilliant. And it's almost like quite bowfingery. Wasn't that a film where like <laughs> they, they use Eddie Murphy but he never knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his head is stuck in something. I told you I cannot rim. Yeah. <laughs> rim, yeah, but, exactly. got, but I cannot rim as my head is in uh, this uh, honey jar. <laughs> yeah, Which Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Surely Winnie the Pooh. Belgian Shirley. Okay, yeah. He's Belgian. Yeah. yeah no one's made forget. the French language version of this movie yet. Do you want to know yes, the goof yes, or not? The yeah. There okay. was two. There were three things wrong with this movie. Only three. Okay. Firstly, when Maria, we all know Maria, mm-hmm. is running through the house holding the gun, it disappears and reappears comp- uh, repeatedly. Okay. The fact is, the the at some point in this clearly British film, a girl who's the girls are freaking out. They're on a bachelor, um, like a hen do in, a, in an right. Airbnb, and poo is on the loose. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Which is something that models extra weird. Something that more normally happens at a stag do, but yeah. in a very different way. Yeah. Yeah. P- poo is on the loose is a good tagline for a... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they should have um, asked us first. Um, and so, like, two of the girls are, like, holding kitchen knives or whatever, and they're like, oh, 
we gonna do? And then this northern girl just goes, I've got a gun. <laughs> what the fuck? It was amazing. She's northern, of course she has a gun. Why not? It was amazing. She's got a gun. Um, because it, there's there's a storyline where she's like traumatized from stalking. It never gets addressed before mm-hmm. or after. It, so they were just like, wait, we need this person to have, have a gun. gun. It's a not reason. America. It's gonna be hard to get a gun. We've gotta have a pretty compelling reason for yeah, a British yeah, yeah, person yeah, yeah, to yeah. have a gun. All right, uh, put in a stalking thing. Maybe we'll do a spin-off. See, I mean, that's the thing. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is falling to pieces. Yeah. Now. Brother converts blank fires for the Yardies. He yeah, gave us it, a freebie. Every every uh, British movie or TV show where someone ends up with a gun is either like organized crime connection, or mm. it's like, like Guy Ritchie vibes. In, Guy Ritchie stuff, or it's like inherited revolver from the war that they never declared to mm. the police. So oh like my antique. god! So the one that she has is like a, a Western like cowboy gun because apparently if you need okay. to, if you want to use like a real looking gun in a movie, it like costs a shit ton to to rent and you need to like sign a bunch of stuff because I was talking to my friend who's a director while we're watching it together and he said but the but the sort of cartoony ones uh they just give you for free you could just like buy it you can use like right. yeah you could use the one, one of the ones that clearly only shoots a flag yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. fine fine She's okay there with a, what a water gun uh-huh. yeah well um uh but as I said, like the Avengers uh, sort of whole franchise like the whole Marvel mm. Cinematic Universe it's like all of their sh- uh, productions are tanking uh, the viewership yeah. down. It's clearly falling apart. It is time for a new cinematic universe for people to go to midnight screenings of Detective Sidekicks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're talking Lewis, Hastings, yeah, Watson, Shaggy, uh, the guy I... from Midsummer Murders, but not DCI Barnaby. Who's Lawrence the other ones? Yeah, He's Lawrence. Back. Lawrence Fox wasn't even Lewis. He was Lewis's assistant. He's yeah, like right. further down the inception. He's the assistant's assistant. Yeah. Well, he comes in in the post credit scene. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Nancy oh, shit, Drew's dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really yeah. struggling with sidekicks. There's definitely more. Is mm. it, would you say that Scooby-Doo is the detective or the sidekick? The dog? Yeah. I'd say he's the heart of uh, Scooby-Doo. Okay, <laughs> may I ask for the biggest favor ever? Yeah. Can we go around and all do our impression of Scooby? Oh, my God. Oh, no. It's a big fan. I don't remember <clears throat> what. Okay. I got a feeling you want to start. <laughs> yeah. No, I know that, that you're going to be noise? better. Uh, uh, right? That's good. Excuse me? That's not what I just... <laughs> that was like, that was like New Jersey auntie. <laughs> no, no, that's him saying shaggy, but he only says yeah. a word. He says uh, raggy. Yeah. Yeah, raggy. Right? Who is that? Uh-huh. Ruby Ranch. Yes! Ruby Ranch! There you go. I've never heard of Rocky Roro. What's Remy? So, so when it's virgin to death, Scooby-Doo there? <laughs> yeah. Well, we've at least rate more players on that sandwich. That was really not bad. That's pretty good. You know what? It's very rare that Riley nails an impression, but credit where it's due. When did you guys last watch Scooby-Doo? This morning. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Unfair advantage. Uh, I should have been declared. Yeah, I yeah. told Bob like that there's no prep for the yeah, podcast, I, I but there did. really I was. was. Like, I was like, do I have to prep for this? As I know, you have to watch. You shit. have to watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't. Blood, like, Blood and Honey. Scooby Doo, Blood and Honey. You know, I'm an old yeah. person. So I haven't seen <laughs> Scooby Doo for you like got twenty a young years. Son. Come on, even he's quite old now. <laughs> I haven't seen Scooby Doo for twenty years. It's such a funny intellectual brand. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking on a cigar. <laughs> That's not 
that's how that's how much you can tell you've been like reading and doing like yeah. smart stuff. Yeah. Like, I haven't even seen Scooby Doo for twenty years. Like, wow, that you've been busy. One of my girlfriend's friends is a literary agent who works with children's books, and uh, like at like a work party, she was speaking to a guy who works in some other area of entertainment, and she said that she does children's books, and he clearly panicked, and what he said was. I haven't read a children's book in 20 years. <laughs> With a little bit of extra inflection, you could make that sound like a hor- someone, someone say in a horror movie. Why, I've not read a children's book in 20 years. Well, the last time was 20 years ago this very night, weirdly. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, Winnie the Pooh, I think. Think, anyway, that's not portentous. Do you think no. if you have that job and you just spend all your time trying to assess and understand the world of kids' books... You, so does something happen to you like what happens to primary school teachers where they speak to everyone like they're four? Their speech changes. Have you noticed that? Really? I've yeah, got they friends sound a bit who, like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, yeah, they start speaking like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got friends who are primary school teachers and, and I also noticed that growing up that like the, the younger a, a teacher's like age group that they taught was, the more that they would sort of speak to everyone like this. <laughs> you know, and it, 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 genuinely it's a problem it's like a known it's an established like, like what, it's, social an problem accident. when it's time to like do drugs so like everybody line up the cocaine <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah 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 but this do you is, think with this... kids books you just end up being like some part of your brain just like withers away like because you... you're just only ever reading about like, caterpillars and like grandmas and well, maybe you start texting in like rhyme yeah you yeah. get Seuss brain yeah. <laughs> Dr. Seuss blood and honey yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that is fun to regress to like the the vernacular of of a four year old because I think also there's stuff that if you never go through that stage you like miss out on stuff like I always find when when Olga and I speak Russian to each other there's just like because Olga spoke Russian as a child there's just like a vocabulary that she has for like that like forest animals <laughs> and like things that your grandmother would say that yeah. passed me by entirely as an adult learner mm. and then I know like words for disgusting things that Olga has yeah that I never got to learn yeah. you, you know the word for overpass and stuff as well like, <laughs> really, really boring adults uh, in Russia but... you'd be a very clean comedian yes yeah. I mean by necessity alone yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my whole Has thing anyone read Little Red Riding Hood recently? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Milo's here talking about overpasses, audits. When, oh, yeah. When, yeah. When, when your kid was young, was there a form of media he enjoyed that was like over and over again that made drove you insane? That's often uh, an, an issue. He was, he was wildly into dinosaurs, so there was a lot of David Attenborough. Classic. Yeah. I think kids just are into dinosaurs. Kids love ancient beasts. There's something. <laughs> they there's, there's something about them. Yeah, like Ross Kemp. Uh, they, you, you grow out of your sense of what came before. <laughs> That's the tragedy of getting old. You lose respect for monsters who've long disappeared. No, just be, being sucked into an eternal present and losing all of your memories actually would be quite a good horror film. Yeah, that's true. Sort of, you'd call it Goldfish Bowl, yeah. Blood and Honey. <laughs> Perfect. We're just making it a horror movies of everything, like bad, low budget horror movies yeah. of everything that kids have, like uh, winning a budgie at the fair, Blood and Honey, for example. Winning a budgie at the fair? Did you grow up in the nineteen twenties? Yes. Fucking Harper Lee over here. What is going on? <laughs> winning a budgie at the fair. What, what do you win at a fair these days? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like like lurid teddy bear. Nothing alive. Probably surely. probably yeah. a bloody knife. <laughs> <laughs> do you not still, do you not still win goldfish? Is that not? No, a you can't, so. Surely they don't let you have a 
Tim I kids to the fair, they they wanna they wanna whip it canister. Yeah, 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 yeah. These days. Oh, these days. Scrappy do. That's yeah. Scooby Doo's sidekick. Um, sidekick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was totally off topic. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's nothing, no such thing as on topic on this. Okay, mm. yeah. Wait, yeah, is he yeah. his nephew? Nep? A nephew can be a sidekick. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe he's the. Our detective. producer is nodding. Well, well, it's straightforward nepotism. Would Scrappy Doo <laughs> have got that job if he wasn't well, Scooby Doo's nephew? It's Scra- 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 Scrappy Doo. Why is your uncle's name blue on Wikipedia? <laughs> <laughs> sort of he's, he's too small to effectively apprehend criminals. Awful mm. character. Yeah, Terrible. he's got very bad impulse control. Well, didn't they just they introduced him in the '90s as a kind of poochie, right? Yeah, uh, we need mm. something to appeal. The kids don't like the big talking dog anymore. Yeah, they want yeah, yeah. a smaller dog they can <laughs> understand. Am I crazy that Scooby can't really speak, but Scrappy can? Yeah, yeah. Scrappy has no speech impediment. I think that's why they did it because yeah. they had to get over this hurdle where it's like they've got this character that now we've got into the nineties, mm. uh-huh. but this dog doesn't make sense. Well, this dog only plays in the seventies. Yeah, you know, nineties mm. kids they had different priorities. They want yeah, to win yeah. a budgie at the fair, for example. <laughs> Some of the episodes yeah. were old in the seventies, though. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. they started making Scooby Doo so long ago. When when did it start? I'm going to guess be... late fifties. Some of it. Oh, you reckon? Like, is it Hanna Barbera? Scooby Doo. Yeah. 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 Bet it your was, sweet ass. It was twenty fifty nine. It will pass into the public domain. Oh, Scooby Doo retirement plan, everyone. <laughs> Does Scooby Doo have brain damage? No, I think he's fine. I think he's doing. He's just a dog. He's he's done too many balloons. I don't like to diagnose characters. Uh, From what I can see on screen, I would need to investigate. The only thing I will say is I do think he's smoked a lot of secondhand weed. Yeah, Yeah. I. Yeah, because they keep hotboxing the mystery mobile. I heard of a guy who who smoked a lot of weed and his dog did get addicted and he'd have to blow weed at the dog or it would. Is this true? Sorry, that is that is that is something a liar tells you. Uh, I have to blow weed at my dog because it's medicinal. He would hotbox his living room so much and like the dog is in the basket or in the living room as well and they'd like I think. This is not like a nice person. But for the person. big red eye dog, am the I right? The big green oh. dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, the dog likes it, and so if they, if he didn't get his little share of it, the dog would would be like can nipping. People can dogs get addicted to weed? Yeah, this is, this is awesome. I don't like. Yeah, but I've got the only I've got the only XL bully that's got schizophrenia. Would you, because would you be surprised so much? Would you be surprised that Quora is right in there with an answer? I'm not can, surprised at all. Dogs get addicted to weed, yeah. and it's that and it's that one guy who was like in the Croatian Liberation Army who replies to every Quora post <laughs> about like there'll be like a Quora question about like what does it look like when a man gets blown up with a hand grenade. And there'll be this like one Croatian man who was like, I have killed many men, and I can tell you the top following. Rate, top rated answer yeah, yeah, yeah. provider. <laughs> what is, it, is the answer? So, so Jen Wright three years ago asked, Did dogs get high when you blow marijuana smoke in their ear or face? In their ear? Yeah. Well, yeah. Jen! Um, my one year old pug got into my quarter bag while I was out one day, ate the whole damn thing. When I got home, she was acting lethargic. Yeah. <laughs> Wobbling oh, no. and then slept for four hours. After her power nap and my re-up, she got up, ate an entire bowl of food, and drank all her water, ultimately acting completely normal beside the boost of energy. Now, no matter what room I'm in, when I decide to smoke a bowl, she comes and sits next to me. Would you describe weed as giving you a burst of energy? I don't know. No, that wouldn't be my description. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could do. Imagine if it's like, for dogs, it's like Adderall. 
Yeah, like, yeah your dog yeah, yeah. becomes so orderly. Now yeah. that she's 10, I think it's helped her joints. I don't know about the ear and smoke crap, but all you people screaming animal abuse, I had to comment. Bestiality is abuse, dog fights are abuse, but chill out about this. Why did, why, why did you take it immediately to bestiality? If you're accusing me of having fucked my dog, allow me to just say right now that I have not fucked my dog. And if I were to fuck my dog, I would do it very gently. I smoked so, my dog out. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't fuck it. Look, when my dog's stoned, it gets a little horny. Okay? Uh, that's well, not my problem. This, so do I. this shirt that says, ass, gas, or grass, no one eats cable for free, <laughs> that is not related <laughs> to the dog. <laughs> but the answer is surely, surely yes. This is, this is winning testimony in my oh. eyes. This dog is coming and begging for, mm. begging yeah. for a taste. Dogs, I mean, dogs love weed. Off one, off one go. Off one massive. Yeah. Sort of ate a quarter ounce, but you just ate it without it being activated. But yeah. I wonder if this person on Quora is a fabulist. Mm. Possibly, no. yeah. What's a fabulist? Someone's making up stories. Oh, I've never heard that word. That's cute. It's a cute word. Thank you. Fabulist. <laughs> from, the, from the Latin fabulum, a tail. Oh. Yeah. What's fabulous then? Uh, well, it comes from the same thing. It's like fab because fabulous originally meant something that was like scarcely believable because it was of such like uh, you know kind of mythical and uh, fables. Oh, so fabulous is like awesome, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. literally yeah, awesome. very very similar uh, etymological journey that it's I see, gone. I see, on the I see. Like you'd say, wow, that's unbelievable. Like a fable as well as the same kids' where, fable. Where did that change then? Because I can understand that, but if I said that's fabulous now. It's like saying incredible, right? Because yeah. yeah. incredible means I don't believe you. I don't believe <laughs> technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I get it. I look really good tonight. <laughs> I, I don't want to turn into QI, but where does that journey happen where the word changes? Well, surprisingly recently, I feel like there's still like old Tory MPs who are like, what a fabulous tale. Mm. Yeah, well, they say it's yeah. a completely incredible policy. But there'd be blood yeah. and honey. <laughs> no way. I'm a, I'm a blood and honey nationalist. Oh, speaking of etymol uh, etymological journeys, do you want to know a fun fact? Okay. Mm -hmm. So yes. Alexander Graham Bell, he invented the phone, yes? Mm -hmm. Yep. So he's he Canadian. He <laughs> For fuck's sake. God <laughs> damn it. He was Scottish. <laughs> so he, he wanted people to say ahoy on the phone. No, he was Scottish. Why didn't he think he was Canadian? Never mind. He, <laughs> Carry on. He wanted to say ahoy on the phone. That did not yeah. pick up. People started saying hello. People did not say hello as hello before. They used to say, like, good day. Mm, or yeah. how, how you doing? So, hello. How you doing? How you doing? What you said. In the early modern period, people would say, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> people would say, how you doing? Because the Budweiser advert was very popular. In that period, what's up? So, yeah. uh, you get that in Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time it was ever written down, but it probably was used as yes. early as 1060. Yeah. People, people yeah. don't know it because he used the Z. They come back round these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hello was like oh, he a was sl Canadian. slangy okay. way to say to, to say hello, and hello started being yeah. used on the phone as like a slang word. It's like saying yeah. yo. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. the song "Hello, my baby," "Hello, my darling," "Hello, my ragtime girl" is a song spoofing the word hello. Uh... So. The, it's not okay. a, a genuine. Look like, at this buffoon saying yeah, yeah, yeah. hello to his uh, ragtime gal. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even talking on the on the uh, electric telephone. It's like them being like, yeah, kids are saying YOLO a lot. So that's <laughs> what the song is. Awesome. Don't call her a ragtime gal. She's having her monthly visit. <laughs> <laughs> that's like there are like European well, languages adding. like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I think in both um, in both Russian and French, if you say hello not on the phone, people look at you like you're insane. 
Yeah. As in they genuinely yeah. don't understand what they mean. They're like, no, that's the phone word. Yeah, you yeah, say yeah. that to say, how it's the phone. You don't say that when you meet someone in person. That's the joke as well of why Mr. Burns says ahoy hoy when he picks up the phone. Oh, really? Because he's so old. And yeah. he's like, well, this is the way that you answer the phone. He's, uh, yeah, he's just, ahoy hoy, is it about my canary from the fair? Yeah. <laughs> I realize why I think that is because okay. I don't think, I never won a budgie at the fair. Oh, baby. <laughs> Sorry, young Riley. All the budgies have been taken into the mines. We're really going deep tonight. I never won a budgie at the. Did you want one? Well, the thing was, you had to you had to shoot the budgie off its perch with an air rifle to win it. Yeah. And then you did win it, yeah. but it, it sort of defeated the object. <laughs> <laughs> and what cost? Yeah. Um, it was teaching you a lesson about gonna, the ability to cage an animal. Yeah, so you can only own nature when it's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the lesson the fair came to town to teach the children. A powerful fable. <laughs> In a man with a twirly moustache. Well, I think we've all learned an important lesson here, boy. <laughs> I do, I like the, the very sort of grim, metaphorical fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada was not a happy place. No, uh, it, mm. I, I didn't win a budgie at the fair. <laughs> it's a good title for a book, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I keep saying it. It's like a cellar door phrase. No, I yeah. didn't win one because my... <laughs> Sorry, we are the budgies of the fairs again. you couldn't <laughs> attend. I didn't win one because it stopped happening in the 70s. The reason that it popped into my mind is because when my mother was a teenager, she worked at the budgie game. At Ontario Place. So it was a real thing. It was a real thing. You could win a budgie in Canada. How? So who's, who's wow. taking care of all these budgies overnight? How many budgies would they yeah. be storing? Should I call her? Yeah. I think yeah. so. In roll up, roll up. Who wants a budgie? Ahoy, mother! <laughs> Is it easier than goldfish? I guess it's easier. Just store them? Well, because they just sort of peck and they can be in a cage and things. Whereas with a goldfish, it's... A whole different realm, isn't it? it does Water, have to be aquatic. You've got to uh, make sure there's like a bubbler and, and an aquarium seems like they more They give them to you in plastic bags. I, I don't think they care. Bowl. Yeah. They don't yeah. care once they get to you, but they got to keep them alive till the kid gets it in the bag. Oh, mm. I see. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. It like, was it like a... How, what was the game? I like actually... Shoot the goldfish in the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> and they will give you a budgie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> right. no, but be careful, the more goldfish you kill, the more budgies you win. Here's what happens is... One side, budgie game, shoot the goldfish, win a budgie. The other side, goldfish game, shoot the budgie, win a goldfish. Yeah. See who wins first. Okay, oh, okay, but the big question is, they're both cat food. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, it's a fair for cats. Yeah, yeah. It's they're like, all in the pocket of big cats. It's the cat equivalent of one of those uh, restaurants where you pick the lobster out of the tank. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, but with a gun, like an air rifle. Yeah, you shoot the lobster in the tank and then <laughs> just like... You're like across the restaurant with a shotgun. You shoot it. Every lobster in the tank is dead. The tank shatters. There's water all over the restaurant. And a guy with a tea towel over his arm goes, very good, sir. Just as, as you're about to take the shot on the lobster, one of the other diners like leans back and laughs and like blocks the scope. And, you don't have a shot. <laughs> you're on a radio. You don't have a shot. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Riley. I'll be your spotter this evening. <laughs> yeah. Wind, one click left. Mm. Just a very long restaurant. <laughs> this would pair nicely with perhaps a, a Serdico. <laughs> a sp- a <laughs> or a very light red. A spotter sommelier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think lobster would pair nicely with an Acertico. Okay. Um, sorry, oh, of course sorry. No, jokes aside, jokes aside. You can't, be, you can't be saying stuff like that in front of Riley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. even what as What did a you joke. think would happen? <laughs> well, what's happened with the... Uh, what was the game? I need to know how you win a budgie. Uh, Fox I One, actually, you're a cleared heart. I Nothing stronger than a Sauvignon. <laughs> 
Hoop, hoops. <laughs> Maybe like a dart and a, a balloon. I actually don't well, know. That's how they scam you. The budgies are glued onto the perch. You think you can knock them off there with the baseballs, but all it does is kill the budgie. <laughs> what I will do, I promise this, you, the person watching this, hello. I am going to ask I my mother. Just being really rude to our producer for a second. <laughs> you, you that boy. Fetch <laughs> me a budgie. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> the biggest one in the window. <laughs> what day is it today, boy? It's Christmas. Go get a budgie. <laughs> I've got a very small family to feed. I had the borrowers live in my house. I'm going to make fun of Tiny Tim <laughs> by, te by telling them I'm going to bring Christmas dinner and then showing up with this budgie. If anything, those ghosts made me an even bigger cunt than I was before. If I'm going to hell, I'm taking you all with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've become yeah. even more cruel after being brutalized throughout the night by a series of sadistic oh, visions. Oh, I will serve you a fabulous Christmas dinner, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've now been traumatized. I'm passing it on to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I will find out. I will find out what the budgie game was. Okay. All right. I'll hold you mm. to that. Babak, now that we have you here, I'm so sorry about this diversion, um, about the all the stuff mm. that ha has just been said. As <laughs> Everything guess, up till now. Uh, yes. Anyway, the podcast starts the, now. Right now. Yeah. I feel... Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but okay. No, as our guest, we, we just wanted to ask you some questions. Uh, I mean, I specifically wanted to ask you some questions okay. yes. that yeah. are recorded. Can you tell us about the London early 2000s indie music scene? Oh. Um, Babak is the reason Block Party exists. No. Well, I don't Ooh. go on... Well, yes. Well, my, uh, no. Good thing yes, we wasted and... all of that time talking about a fucking budgie game. <laughs> yeah. If they I mean, hadn't which... won that budgie... We also don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Which bit, like, I, I mean, my, f I, <laughs> Matt, who played drums in Block Party, is like my best friend from school, and he did come, he did come to London to. We were meant to start a band, but this this friend I used to work, I used to work at the Curzon Soho, and and this friend I location. worked with, his band kept losing drummers, and eventually I was like, do you want to just try for this? And like six months later, I think they were in the top ten or something. It's like as soon as we went to see a gig, it's like, yep, yeah, I've seen this band before. It's like this is. This works. I remember saying to my girlfriend at the time, well, that's that. And it that's was. That's so cool. This band kept losing drummers. Like, like They're like budgies being eaten by cats in the neighborhood. <laughs> they're just... <laughs> it was... Um... But yeah, I... I mean, I used to work at the Old Blue Last, which I haven't been to in a long time. But it's I like... It's probably I, that was the like, same. It's prob I, don't, I think it's turned into like... A, not the Hard Rock Cafe, but I imagine like anything East London. Yeah. It's turned into like a tourist spot that... Is it true that Vice had a, a, has a flat above it? Well, it used Vice to be that owned I, it, right? Yeah, yeah it was there. It was theirs. So, so they had a flat yeah. for just like people to use. Yeah, you could you could go into the old Blue Last and like do LSD with a Mongolian throat singer or whatever it was you do on Vice in like two thousand and eight. Yeah, it was yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 pretty much it, just it that. that. It was um, literally it was, just that. But it was. Um, was the were the people who worked at the Curzon with you also like all kind of creative types and. It feels like that's where they'd work, right? It, it was one of the it was one of those jobs, isn't it? Where it's like I, I mean, I was at St Martin's around the corner, but my flatmate ended up writing on Skins, and we had like a guy who was, um, I had another friend who's quite a successful artist in New York, who at the time it's like the best exhibition I was ever part of, and the first one after graduating was was I think Burger King still exists in Whitechapel, but right. it was in the. Whitechapel Burger King. He managed to 
get them to agree to put this work out. He got royal assent from the king oh, himself. Yeah. And like I'd done, this is like 2001. I think I painted, I'm not a very good painter. I painted this. Okay, you're an incredible artist, to be fair. I do it. I am guilty of always being too. But because an incredible am, artist, you've also definitely have seen his art. I am an incredible artist. Thank I'm a, you. I'm a terrible painter. And I was worse 20 years ago. But I painted this picture of Britney Spears um, behind a load of flames called okay. Britney Spears 9-11. <laughs> which, 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 that was her best album, I thought. <laughs> yeah. she the release this though. was like I see the yeah. date, and it was like this was in two thousand one or two, so it was contemporary stuff. Yeah, yeah, at the yeah. Time. yeah, yeah. And um, I love the idea that you built, but you painted it in nineteen ninety nine. They actually changed. I'm the... in a lot of trouble based on the way I look. They changed the ending of the toxic music video. It was going to end with the plane crashing into the second tower. Mm. I, I, it ends exactly like Charlie Wilson's War, where it's just like he's staring, looking out at uh, at like the the, the wealthy Texas um, like dowagers like go, uh, gardens, and says, "I just wish we could have built a school in Afghanistan." And then a plane goes overhead. Quite similar, actually. I've never seen the film Charlie Wilson's War. Well. I, I, I just spoiled it for you. 9-11 does happen. Oh, God damn. My favorite twist at the end of anything is 9-11 happened. <laughs> Remember Me, the rom-com. Uh, the book My Year of Rest and Relaxation. Always. The reveal really? at the end is, it's 9-11, y'all. That's not relaxing. Well, <laughs> 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 no, it's at the end of the year. Oh, okay. So, go, what so a well, way, you've had your relaxation. What a way to re-enter the world. Of not relaxing. Ah. What a way to mark my the end of my... I love being a fireman in New York City, but it's mighty stressful. That's why I took off a whole year for rest and relaxation, <laughs> starting on September 10th, 2000. And now I'm very excited to get back to work, feeling relaxed and de-stressed. Uh, <laughs> my name is Pete Davidson's father. Rontanamo Ray. A ghost uh, the like ghost Rain of Rontanamo Ray. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Scooby Doo investigates 9/11 mm -hmm. would have been the movie that they should have made if they mm -hmm. weren't cowards. Mhm. Mm uh, if you were interested, Babak, that Burger King has a 3.3. Is that it? Five. Yeah. A lot of talk about the mural. They don't like it. They hate, they, they hate the mural. They think it's disrespectful. They've maintained an art's presence in the building. Mm. It's good to know. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of flame in the artworks in, in Burger King anyway. You could probably sneak Britney Spears in there without them noticing. They have a heavy emphasis I mean, on flame. They, they, mm. Gilbert and George were in this show. Mark Mark Leckie was in really? this show. It was it was like yeah, That's he crazy. managed to get a lot of people involved. Wow. And Is it something people visited, or it was just incidentally you went to Burger King and you were? I don't remember going to an opening to this Burger King for this <laughs> show. I just I do remember going to order a Whopper and it being behind. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I'm thinking this is, but at the time as well, it was like the first show I'd done since graduating. So yeah. I was like, well, I guess this is what. Life well, is now. Great art does require throughout history royal patronage. Yeah. <laughs> the only way to really but get I'm, the I'm resources think, together. Would that happen now? I don't know if, like, they wouldn't do that now. Well, but... with Burger King. Yeah. Like, I, I think quite the opposite. I think they're. It's, but it would be last... like corporate and sanitized in a way that's lame, in a way that, like, Burger King wants to be in on the joke as opposed to. Yeah, it sort would be of a being... sort of ironic. Yeah. Portrait mm. of some sort of meme that they would share. Well, from... they, all, they all did that with NFTs. Uh, between, depending on when this, this is released, 
two years and two years and four months ago. Like that's mm. that all happened already. You know, they that every single marketing department had just run out of ideas, and then someone made an ape temporarily worth a million dollars, and then they were like, "Great, this is our idea forever." And that was the last time they tried to get in on something like that. We're back to the Montreal mm. monkey yeah. dealer again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I still don't. And like, I don't understand what an NFT. Well, good. The good thing is. is, you don't have to anymore. Yeah, so there was, over, a, there was mm. a period where someone would have asked you to understand what an NFT is. That I had to do quite a lot of under NFT understanding for my other show. Right. That is now over, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, the last thing I think that happened, at the, as of the time of the recording of this show, is that the last sort of bored ape irredentists have all been blinded by the UV lights at a rave that they all went to. Yes, yeah. That's oh, the funniest yeah, yeah. sentence. Please yeah, say that sentence again. Yeah, they used a disinfectant UV light instead of a normal Wait, is this UV true? light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah is this true? State. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, really they, all, they all a lot got of like sunburned from their night mm -hmm. from their like, rave, like iris sunburns. They they were all like in basically, yeah, they all got um injured by the monkey rave. Um, also, you laugh like Edna Krabappel. Uh, who? The Bart's teacher. Ha! <laughs> I feel like I'm too pretty to have seen The Simpsons. Um, <laughs> I I, I feel like the. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the whole NFT apes thing was like uh, if I was just one of the non not on camera civilians in like an alien invasion film where they defeat the aliens and there's 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 a few weeks where I think I'm gonna have to learn about aliens and like learn how they talk and how to live in this new world where mm -hmm. the aliens run and then they get defeated and you go oh okay phew yeah thank yeah. fuck for yeah, that yeah 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 it's yeah. like guys who put all of their music onto mini disc in like two thousand and one yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. it's yeah. like the years that I spent learning about sports only now to be dating in a time where men are pretending to like Taylor Swift instead of women pretending to like sports mm -hmm. <laughs> now, 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 now you just need to learn to have a level of patience with their pretending <laughs> it's all more yeah, it's on, receive the rather than broadcast <laughs> I like the idea that everyone one switched. Yeah. yeah. Men yeah. coming in with their sophomoric opinions about Taylor Swift <laughs> yeah. and, and women using salt shakers in the pub yes, to explain right. to them why yes. Taylor's version of 1989 <laughs> yeah. is actually yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the subtleties in terms of the decisions made with the recording and mixing of the songs because she now owns the masters. <laughs> and they're like, wait, but how is that different from when she recorded the songs herself the first time? And you're like, because of the label control. <laughs> and that's why the salt shaker has to be here. Yeah. 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 Um, do you want to hear the the second revealing mistake in Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? Yes, goddamn. Oh, wow. I forgot we were talking about that, yes. The masks occasionally slip on Pooh and Piglet, exposing the actors' faces underneath. Well, there's people how underneath! Can, how can <laughs> that happen? I don't understand when that happens in films, though. Uh-huh. I... Uh, like... Just, just, well, just, just shoot again. Surely you'd notice that... Well, that, but that happens in big-budget films. Like, there are countless scenes. Again, I hate to dra drag it back to Marvel. There were... After, like, the first three... And they started being like, well, I guess we need to make a hundred of these a year that you have to have watched four seasons of TV and a web miniseries to understand. They just also stopped paying attention in the edit. And so there are in like um, some of the one of the Taika Waititi ones, they're fully are just like shots go on for about half a second too long. And you see people like walk towards craft services. It's baffling. <laughs> I, I watched them. I watched Saw 5, oh, I, I think, so. in the cinema. Mm -hmm. as, a, as a sort of goof thing. It came out of, oh, let's go to the cinema, that'd be funny. 
And it was one where they ran out of money. Let's all go and watch Saw and just Five. Whatever they, but like, well, we knew, it, like we knew it was shit, and we knew they'd yeah. run out of money. And so, mm. like the it, all the press about it was like, this is. I think it's five. They ran out of money, and they just had to rush it out. And in the cinema, it was like what being. It was like it was like watching The Room or something because the they'd done an editing trick where, like you say, they do their best, but mm. they don't have money and there's no time, and they get sued if they take too long to release it or something. Mm-hmm. So. They get a black bar and they just put it across the entire top of the screen because the boom wasn't shot so much. Right. And the Wait, boom... so it gets shorter? The shot gets shorter? <laughs> the shot got shorter and the boom was still in shot <laughs> so much. <laughs> there, was, there was genuinely a scene where it was like the chief of police sitting at her desk being like, ah, oh, these warehouses full of traps and like getting on the phone. And the boom was genuinely like, ah, oh, these, these warehouses full of traps. Like it was insane. <laughs> so maybe that's like the kind of light, because I'm a wuss, I can watch that in the cinema. And, and I could never the, be in a saw trap. The, but that's the light relief I would need. I just focus yeah, on yeah. the look what's going on under the boom yeah but there, there was one where like you know sometimes where like the camera angle is from like like shoe height like to show like look yeah at this big to make crazy... tom cruise look normal size exactly yeah, yeah. and for tarantino to jack off to <laughs> but that shot they he did... loves a tom cruise movie That's tarantino. Tarantino. <laughs> that, that that shot like the kind of the four or five people trying to survive the traps walk into this sort of subterranean like cave of traps and go wow and the camera pans up from like shoe height and you just saw the end of the set and like gantry and stuff and like just the warehouse they were filming in just a guy eating Genuinely, yeah. like just a gantry with lights and like the top of the walls of the basement. Then again, so that's, that's the... kind of what Saw's warehouse is presumably also like. It's it was just supposed like... to be underground. Oh, right, okay. It was yeah, supposed to be in that. tunnels. Yeah. So you just go, oh, they're filming in a, in a warehouse. I like the idea of just like Saw just gave up on whatever his... I, I don't remember what Jigsaw's like backstory is, but he just decides to start just doing escape rooms. He started as a YouTube <laughs> prankster and then right. he okay. got radicalized. By, uh, he got radicalized. <laughs> he started. Started he was out on the with red like, pill subreddit. Yeah, it started out with just like funny stuff, like oh, that's, that was my hand in the McDonald's bag or whatever, and then it just escalated and escalated. And <laughs> someone thinks they're about to tuck into a McFlurry, and they just get punched in the face. One of the ones, kind of creamy hand. <laughs> Wait, what, a, what a low effort saw trap. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to enjoy this delicious McFlurry? A treat has always been your preference, Milo. There's a budgie just waiting to be one from this fair. That would be funny, Saw prequel, like, well, just take this piece of gum. What could go wrong? <laughs> there's yeah. not a little mouse trap in the... <laughs> yeah, he runs the budgie thing at the fair. He's your mom. He goes, yeah. I want to play a game. Sit, sit on this chair. <laughs> Try not to make a fart sound. Or I'll... <laughs> be very embarrassed. <laughs> why, why, Mr. Well, Mr. Novelli, you're always rushing around standing. Why not... Take a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah my, my... That's the thing. I'm like, I'm like you. I have never seen a horror movie. I can't. I can't do it. I, I, but, I, I, but, but I love the plot summaries. Yeah, I, I'm always curious. But yeah. like, I remember... I'm curious enough to watch it. That's no, not me. As a hmm. teenager, I mean, I, I mean, this isn't a horror movie really, but I remember like somebody's birthday and it was like, <sighs> going to see Seven. So that, I'm showing my age. But okay, it was like yeah, Seven. Yeah. But there was also Babe. And I was like... <laughs> Right, yeah. Any, like these are the choices. It's like uh, there's only one vote for Babe, but I'm like, I don't want to. Babe's go a ahead. horror movie. It is. Our like, talking yeah. pig. Yeah. But the mm. teenagers don't see it like that. I tried to sell it as like <laughs> Pig in the City is more of a horror movie than the first one. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, you had to go see Seven. I had to go and see Seven. How old are you? 
18. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't know how I'd react because I'd never went to see, like, I'd seen, like, you know, scary movies in our home. Like, I remember me and a girlfriend once, like, watch the exorcist with all the lights on and just to get it done so like, we need to get this done it had just been re-released it's like we'll have we need to we'll get watch it, it done <laughs> well just to, i worked at the curtain i needed to have known films it's midday we'll put all the lights on we'll just it's vhs we'll yeah. and it was kind of boring yeah but i mean i think we diluted Wait, is it the one where she's like your mother su- uh, sucks cocks in hell yeah is it that yeah. one <laughs> and then the priest is like, don't bring my mother into this. What a rude demon. <laughs> so what the priest says next. Shush. I feel I may Shush, shush, shush. Well, there's no need for that. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't remember how it went. So how did you react to seeing Seven? Well, it was quite gripping. I'm sorry, wasn't you're right. That was over I mean, the line. I don't, I don't want to ruin anything in case anyone hasn't doesn't know the ending. Um... It was alright. I think if I watch it back now, it's um. Did you like freak out in the cinema? Did you jump? Were you disturbed? I don't think so. I think it, it turns out like I, I, you know me a bit, Olga. I, I overthink these things. And it's fine in the moment. I'm fine. But I think it's more of a thriller as well. Like it's yeah, there's, it's there's not nothing really film. in Seven where someone goes blah. There's no, no, like no, a kind of... at the time that was my level. I, I would never even consider going to see Saw. Have so, you seen Saw now? No. It's so good. The I'm first still, Saw is incredible. I'm still working I'm... up to Midsummer. Oh yeah, that's yeah. pretty. Dis- like no, I haven't seen it. I I, I mm. heard it's really good. I get curious. I read yeah, anything about it, and I'm like, I the, don't get the it. The gritty A24 reboot of Midsummer Murders. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm like you. I've read the plot summaries to the Saw movies. Why can't you do a horror movie? Uh, if I hear someone like describing a medical procedure, I have to tell them to stop. God, that must make visits to the hospital really tricky for you. <laughs> they sort of have to describe it to you. That's part of informed consent. Legally, yeah. yeah. Whereas you just want the mystery box. Yeah. yeah. Nah, nah, like, nah, nah. like, look, if you have to do it, I'll take your word for it. Don't tell me what's involved. Just do kind the of. thing you're going to do. <laughs> you have to talk to doctors like a mafia boss. Uh, I have a problem, and I would like it to go away. Okay, so what I'm going to do... Uh, I don't need to know. Are you fucking stupid? (laughs) Don't talk talk about this here. Yeah. In the hospital where people are. (laughs) Yeah. Just just walk in the doctor walk like um. Did you ever see the Blair Witch Project? That's the only scary film I saw in the cinema. Was the Blair Witch Project. That's a good one to have seen. I misunderstood it, and so I was not scared. And that's that's how I got through it. Like we went. What do you think it was? I thought hey, this doesn't make sense. I thought it was now. about the Iraq War. No, I I thought that those people that had gone. I thought I was watching. I don't know what I was watching. I, I thought they were making a film about. The, I didn't realize they would have lost footage in the oh. whole film. I didn't realize that was the lost footage. So you thought they were making like a slightly sort of silly film I about? Did, a, a, I think I was lost in it. But I had I'd gone in with this preconceived notion that I never changed. And so when mm. the, at the end when this guy's standing in the corner, I was, and it ended, I was like, "What the hell was that?" As an ending, <laughs> what the hell was Why that? would you bring that footage back? <laughs> yeah. When you're all alive from the woods. You're like, this is a, well, how this did they get out of this one? Poorly edited together series of shots. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, I was so confused. So, do you, do you they keep faint, looking then? into the camera. No, I, just, yeah. I was hearing today, but my uncle has had some, like, had some medical procedures done yeah. for my mother. And I had Can't to be say, too specific. <laughs> I had to say, just, I'm getting, like, freaked out. Rising anxiety. You gotta Aww. stop. Yeah. yeah. I'm mm. sorry. That's all right. <laughs> 
Well, we wish uh, Riley's uh, uncle a speedy recovery from his leg amputation (laughs) and or kidney transplant. Which is laser eye surgery. Yeah, it could be laser eye. Could be psychotherapy. Could could be could be one of those um, like earwax removal things that people do on TikTok. Yeah, syringing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hair plug. Yeah, I was gonna say hair plug. Hair plugs. Whatever it is, I don't want to know. I don't need to know. Do you know? I I thought that like. Because you know, sometimes as as a, as a comedian, you're like, oh fuck, I hate that my whole life is is content now. And then I and then I sometimes I envy other people that I was u- university with who aren't on that on that particular grind. Mm-hmm. And then I recently discovered that someone that I was at Cambridge with who studied medicine, a medical doctor, has a TikTok where he reviews spot popping videos in Hill? his capacity as a dermatologist, Ooh, giving like what? medical commentary. Was he saying like that's not, don't do that? He's like, ooh, not like that. Or, but, or sometimes he'll be like, pretty, pretty good spot pop there, pretty but, textbook. Aren't you supposed to not pop spots? I think it depends on I the. Think there's got to be a point where that's the only option. Mm, I think mm. as a rule, it's better not to. But there's some situations in which you would want to extract, and it's not just spots. Like sometimes it's like block pause. Or... Is there a TikTok I can learn more about this on? No, never mind. I don't want. To. <laughs> I, don't want I don't want the TikTok that shows me how it's done. I want a TikTok reviewing how it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah, you direct exactly. me? Yeah, I need it to be one level of abstraction, or I'll get all anxious. <laughs> but you would think, as a dermatologist, which he is, right? Your customers just come to you because they have a skin complaint, you know, and you don't need. Need to content. Like, yeah, the reason yeah. why you need to be on TikTok is if you if you need people to come to you for no reason. But that is that that's that's what we all do. It's like the kind of like yeah, you don't really need me, but I'm going to make you think that you do. But as a dermatologist, I feel like you know, there's got to be a guy with like an elephant trunk on his head or whatever who's like, I need that guy's help. You're watching him. Could sac- be Riley's uncle. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so you're watching this guy sacrifice his precious privacy, basically. His yeah. lack of need for to to farm content, and he's voluntarily becoming a content farmer in his spare time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. The other weird thing I keep getting on TikTok is people selling toilet roll. Eh? People doing live me, streams what? where they're selling toilet roll. Just like toilet roll brackets general. They're <laughs> like toilet roll that they've bought. Well, they, yeah, they're just going to offload they're, it? They're, they're in a room, and I cannot stress this enough, mm. floor to ceiling, just toilet rolls. It's like, it's, like, it's like a cutaway from Rick and Morty. Like, it doesn't seem real. And they're like, this is the cheapest toilet roll on TikTok. 72 rolls, 24 pound. Okay, we're taking your bids. And I'm just like, what that's is going on? And I'm like, the cheapest. Deal. <laughs> yeah. The oh, cheapest toilet is very roll. Strange. Yeah. There's a toilet roll auction <laughs> taking place on the device that the Chinese Communist Party is using to steal my data. Yeah, well, they want to know how much you're shitting. This, yeah, is, this is the thing. Oh, wait. Sorry. I just went to an AI exhibition where it said the Chinese government does actually track how much toilet paper certain citizens use. Really? Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe no, they're doing it through. Who are these don't. certain citizens? <laughs> no, no, it's the idea. It's like if you don't care about privacy, how how much good can data collection do? Right. Uh huh. Interesting. The Chinese government doesn't trust people with wet shits. Who's <laughs> back to race?